Dizzy Dots and Dozy Dots and Little Nancy Divey, a kiddly divey too, wouldn't you? Yes, Dizzy Dots and Dozy Dots and Little Nancy Divey, a kiddly divey too, wouldn't you? So that kind of dance. So Kenna now knows what, why we do this song. Little lambs eat ivy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he does. It's 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 recurring. This episode more than any other episode. Really? Yeah. That's dope. It's a long episode. Because I watched, yeah, because I think the first time I saw it, I didn't finish it, and then I was like, I need to start it over to remember it, and then I watched it with Chloe. And oh, okay. I watched it with you guys. That's yeah. So it's yeah, a great it's one. Like, probably like six times. That's really funny. We're in what I consider to be the peak of Twin Peaks right now. We're in the heat of it. The first one. What? There's two of them. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's actually true, though. Because so after a point in season two... It just goes it just up from goes there. Into a valley of yeah. no return. That's the valley between the two peaks. They the planned this. Guys, I'm two. scared. I don't know what was that. The ending? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah. No. I don't know what was that. Those are two separate statements. I don't know what was that. <laughs> it was interesting that we just watched that. And, well, I, Brad, I've seen that <laughs> that ending. I rewatch that, like, all the time. I think it's awesome. That's true. Um, it's, it, this is when we really get into, like, creepy Twin Peaks. Yeah, that's yeah. one of the cre- yeah, that's terrifying. That Do you think David Lynch like watched all the other season one episodes? Because last one he directed was episode three. He was like, "I gotta, I gotta take this to a new area." I'm not scaring people enough. I'm gonna freak them out. Because that's some weird stuff. That episode was like kooky, never like <laughs> creepy. Like the giant stuff was just kooky. Yeah, right. Yeah. Just it's cute. But then the end. But then, but then he's like, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna go to see some stagnant scared. shots of ho- uh, hospital hallways." Okay. And we're gonna slowly move forward. We're gonna Women just screaming. go crazy. Yeah. Um, but did you like it? How do you yeah. feel? No, Some people I, say I there's a tonal it. difference between season one and season oh, two. Of do, you, course. do you feel that? Yeah. Yes, of course. I don't think it's a bad thing. It is not. Season one feels a lot more innocent than where we are right mm-hmm. now. It's true. So we're gonna head over to the bookhouse for a second. We haven't been there for a while, but I got something I want to talk to you guys about. Mm-hmm. Is it the Laura Palmer stuff? Um the no, but I can up. mention some stuff. Yeah. I can do that. You got the music right this time. Right. I don't you like finally that got face. the music right. His face is dancing to the music. I've never seen this. No, okay. it's, it's like... Really gross. There's a lot more tongue really, involved in this yeah. dance than I wanted. Say what you're going to say. You That's why we need to start recording. <laughs> this is stuff visually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so... um. Earlier this week, Kyle McLaughlin on Instagram. Kyle McLaughlin. Yeah, I was going to say you were trying that last name one more time. Kyle, 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 Kyle McLaughlin. Ma- <laughs> Kyle, Everyone's Kyle, Kyle, Kyle McGribs. Kyle McLaughlin. Everyone's Kyle favorite main McGrib. character. <laughs> Kyle McLaughlin. Kyle McLaughlin. Macklemore. Posted on Instagram <laughs> a picture of a wisteria plant. <laughs> and he was commenting how beautiful there were. Hashtag wisteria. What? Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah. I didn't catch That's what you sent in the group message, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I sent an article like of people article, being like, yeah. yo, what is this? Yeah. That's crazy. I thought you were going to talk allude. about him going back to Portlandia because I think he's doing that. Oh, so. yeah. Really? <gasps> yeah. Um. Why do you pretty keep incredible. Like, getting turned on by these? Why aren't you? 
disgusting. That's really I never funny. said that's that why wasn't. we come to the book. Guys and girls are different. <laughs> Guys and girls are different. <laughs> Kyle McLaughlin has different effects on different genders. And we get paid differently. <laughs> and oh, may I mention again, it. we full, get paid less. Full circle, full circle. So that's something to keep. So they're going to start filming in two months. What? Wisteria. How do you know that? Because that's when the casting announcements uh, said in j- January. So they're looking for a bunch of different roles. It's supposed, it, apparently, from some of the production details, it's going to take place in the 50s. Yeah. Which, once we get to certain parts of the return, I can start diving into my thoughts on that, if it connects to Twin Peaks or not. I'm horrified. Uh, it's being produced by Twin Peaks Productions. That's amazing. Okay, cool. It's happening. Great. Wonderful. Yeah. It'll be done probably pretty quickly. Maybe. It's going to be 23 hours long. That's what the That's true. what's being reported right long, now. What? How long the return was 18. The return, they, uh, the return like the was 18 I feel like the production schedule is pretty, like... The return insane. they're shooting for, like... Eight months, nine yeah, months. I that's think that's not that bad. Lynch on set every single day. Yeah, can you imagine what that would do to you? And he's in his seventies. So old. And he was oh doing that gosh. every day. He was he in his book. He was writing about how he said that he was doing like six hour to three hour sleeps of night. That's like that's crazy. it. And he would just get up and then just it's go after back to my it. three hour sleep of night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little tired. I got the second vaccine dose two days ago, oh, no. and I am. And I, I haven't am... made eye contact with anyone. <laughs> his eyes are going different directions. I got kicked out of my the university I'm attending ever since. No, I haven't. Ever since. But uh, ever since. see, I'm having I'm having struggle. I, I almost said I'm having struggle. I'm having difficulty putting. You did putting, say. Uh, you did say. You said like you got the vaccine. All right, you want you want to host you this here? I'll just pass say. you my notes. Here you go. You, um, you can That's live. what I thought. So um, we're gonna be that's talking crazy. about. Yeah, it's incredible. That's so fun. If he starts, if they if they're just like, oh yeah, like. This actor is gonna be in there. This actor, I'm just like, I'm. That's game over. Stop if the, if he's like Cheryl Lee gets Wait, in did, cast, it's done. Shooting? May. Why did why? When are we going? We're going in J- July. Shut your face. Okay, so I just wanna, I that'd want to. That'd be like a closed set at that point <sighs> if they were doing stuff there. That we would, oh, that's true. we would like for our audience to know that we are going to Snoqualmie, Washington, this whoop. July, whoop, whoop. and we're gonna be doing an episode there. We're gonna um, film stuff. We're gonna film stuff there. We're gonna, we're gonna watch be, Firewalk with we're gonna, you there, possibly. Hopefully, that would be crazy. We're gonna do a ton of stuff there um, to celebrate. We'll be there for, there for like four to five days. Anyway, we're gonna be staying at the Great Northern, mm-hmm. purposefully. Mm-hmm. So, thanks to generous donations from from you, the audience, <laughs> from you, the government. <laughs> so, um, from viewers like you, thank you. Paid their taxes. <laughs> um. So we are talking about, let's just talk about this, the background of this episode, first of all. So this episode was released on, um, sorry if I'm peeking a little bit, September 30th, 1990, 15 days beforehand, the book, The Secret Diary of Laura Palmer was released. So Mm. I've read, um, actually, uh, listened to the audiobook, which is performed by Cheryl Lee. So it feels a little too authentic at parts. Um, of the Secret Diary of Laura Palmer, <clears throat> it is graphic, it is brutal, it is difficult to listen to. Almost twenty-four like, jam-packed with sex. It is very much so <laughs> wanted and, and unwanted. Yeah, there and there. Yeah, the, we, that that's exactly right. Um, and rock and roll. <laughs> a little bit of that. Uh, <laughs> there's not a lot though that like gives away anything mm. at all. She already mentions characters who haven't come up yet, though, in season two. There's a lot about Harold Smith in there, which Kenna will learn about next week. Huh. There's old. tons about Leo and Jacques, and there's tons about like her finding out who Bob is, but she never says who Bob is. Mm. 
So, yeah. Um, this episode was written and directed by... Well, it was written by Mark Frost and uh, David Lynch. Mark Frost wrote the teleplay, so I'm guessing... You know, David probably didn't like touch a keyboard when they're actually typing the script. It sounds like they put together the timeline and then Mark Frost was like, I'll actually type it up. Cool. And then, so David Lynch directed it and it is obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, this is my probably, this is my favorite time between episode three and four of season one and actually like well into the second half of season two. This is my favorite period of Twin Peaks story. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite like plot lines. It's my favorite moments and atmosphere. It's like the most important stuff. Very it transitional. Is. Up. Yeah. Yep. It's incredible. Um, so with that, let's go ahead and uh, let's go to Twin Peaks. Try to get the dance into you. Honk, honk. <laughs> <laughs> the bell was just like, whoa. Like Dan Aykroyd with those ghosts. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the bartender, isn't he? You got personal business. You're like a DJ. <laughs> I don't sell drugs. <laughs> I'm it's no not mule. That funny Jacques don't pay me nothing. <laughs> I'm no mule. No mule. Jacques don't pay me nothing. He sounds like the... Uh, he's a bartender, Jacks, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Applejacks? Oh, Did I love you know Applejacks. That the voice actor for the Jamaican character no, in Applejacks, the don't. cinnamon sticks, dude? What? No one knows who that is. Oh. Wait, what? Okay. That's what someone told me. It's like the recording no studio way. was like, this guy just never signed in. He came in yeah. for one day of work. Now he's iconic. Yeah, and he's the Wiena man. And I you can't like. In all honesty, I don't know who he is? In all honesty, I thought you were gonna you were gonna Reveal take a something. left turn and be like, he's white. Oh, and I'd be like, ah, well, yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. That's really. Yeah. It's really disappointing. This was a different time. We were you eating Applejacks. So Twenty years ago. Time. Yeah. All right. I was a baby. <laughs> You say I was a baby? I was just a little kid eating Applejacks. This was a different time. <laughs> Applejacks are fire. They are. They're one of my favorite cereals. Cinnamon is I'm candy. serious. We gotta have a cereal I'm party. Not, yeah, we should. We should have a cereal party. And we'll I live stream cereal. it on our Patreon page. I love cereal. All right, so Andy is on the phone in the hotel room where Cooper lies bleeding. A waiter comes in with a glass of milk and asks Cooper how he's doing. Cooper asks the waiter to put the milk on the table and call a doctor. The senile waiter hangs up on Andy, and Cooper thanks him, believing he called the doctor. It, more like that Cooper's like, "Did you call the doctor?" And he just like winces, like, "I didn't." Anyway, I'm gonna. Keep, yeah, I'm, I'm just, but I'm not like, going to. It, it's hung up. <laughs> he's like, "Did you call the doctor?" I'm not he's like, picking it like, up again. It's hung that's up. like when you lie to your parents as a kid. Like you just say did you, something. Did you like, take the dog it, out? I'm going I'm to bed. Going to be- like I- <laughs> you take the dog out? I'm going to bed. I did my homework. <laughs> you Look repeat at the it. Time. Like, you're like, Look at the time. You're, I'm going you're the to dumb bed. one yeah. here. What? Did you brush yeah. your teeth? I'm in bed. Hey, you said you, you, you took the dog out. I, ne- I, I said I was going to bed. I never said that. Okay. <laughs> but um, you did though, right? I'm going to sleep. <laughs> I'm going. I'm, I'm, already, I'm already sleeping. You guys are crazy. <laughs> so 
The waiter has Cooper sign the bill, which includes a gratuity. He warns Cooper that the milk will get cool. He also says, I've heard of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder I what that's supposed to mean. I heard about you. He keeps giving them the thing. He comes back like twice. Uh, He's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. He comes back. That's, it's too long. It's so good. It drove me crazy. So then. In a bad way. <laughs> Cooper has a vision of a giant. The man says, the man, they call him a giant. The man, well, he, okay, he is a man. Is the a man, man says he will tell Cooper <laughs> three things. Freak. He's still alive. Cooper has a vision of a giant. The man says he will tell Cooper three things and ask him to believe him if they come true. One, these are very important. I'm going to bring these back up frequently. Mm-hmm. There is a man in a smiling bag. Two. The owls are not what they seem. Number three, without chemicals, he points. He asks Cooper to give him his ring and says he will return it when Cooper finds these things to be true. The giant also says, Leo locked inside Hungry Horse. There's a clue locked inside Leo's house. A couple things. When I first saw this, I was just like, Hell yeah. This is, all nonsense, this is but... so my, this is what yeah. I came here for. Because when I first saw this, I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More death. So what I love, so Twin Peaks is great the first season. I love the soap opera aspect of the first season. Mm-hmm. The first Red Room scene, I was like, this is cool, but like, it, it, I, I didn't see a need for it. With this kind of stuff happening more frequently now, mm-hmm. I was like, this is great. Yeah. I love this atmosphere. The show moves really quickly after this. Oh, for a while. Yeah, yeah. It does. So then at One Eye Jacks, Ben tries to get in Audrey's close bed. Sorry, I just had a. No, you're good. You're good. You're no. good. So I was trying to think. Because he asks, like, what does he say? He's like, where are you from or something? He tries to say <clears> that to the giant. He's like, the yeah. question is, where are you? Or something. Where, where have you gone? Where have you gone? Yeah. And I just thought that was cool because I was wondering why this happened. Yeah. Because it's not just like a regular situation. I think it's because he's like in his mind is like dying yeah you know what i mean and we've talked about how like fear is the mind killer well there's <laughs> there's like the place between being alive, alive and, and dead, dead. Is where a lot of weird things are happening these people that aren't actually people are like showing up and telling you information that you don't have or something and i just yeah. thought i was like i was i had wondered why it specifically happened when he got shot but i think it's because he's like more open to it because he's like <clears throat> basically bleeding out yeah so i just thought that was cool at one eye jacks Ben tries to get in Audrey's closed bed, not knowing it is Audrey and believing she's playing hard to get. It's disturbing. Yes. I don't know the thing. Oh, yeah. What's up? I just thought of it. Um, he said, that's all I'm permitted to say at this yeah. point also, which I had never caught before. So it's like, that's such a cryptic, weird thing to say. And you were like, oh, like when he said that, like, yeah. you're like, oh, what does that mean? Like, why are you? And I don't know. I just thought it's that was great. Cool. It's, yeah. I it's going to be so interesting. I mean, already... In this episode, I'm like, I would hate to be Cooper because how are you differentiating anything that's real yeah. anymore? Mm-hmm. Like, you just witness all this stuff and then you wake up and you're like, oh, my ring is gone. And sorry, like, oh, we're, we're not there yet. But no, like, you're fine. You're fine. But like, he's able, he's able to like pick it apart, but I feel like it's all the same and it's getting very creepy. That's right. That's right. <laughs> What if it was Bernie right now that visited him instead of the giant? A boy can dream. So um, Jerry asks Blackie what room Ben is in. Blackie asks why Ben is holding out on her, and Jerry gives her heroin. 
which is like at that. I know we had cocaine last season. Cocaine in the modern day is kind of a party drug. It's like, you know, we have a couple movies where like, hey, coke's kind of bad. And some movies were like, hey, sometimes you can do coke. It's fine, but it's still addictive. Anyway, John Mulaney went to rehab for it. And I think it's important to note that if you it's are bad. addicted to cocaine, cocaine you, should, you should find you should find you should get help. help. Anyway, but heroin is th- is so much worse. <laughs> yeah. Heroin's like only bad. I've never seen a movie where I was like, oh, cool, they're doing heroin. Yeah, no, no, yeah. It's well, you've never trans- seen train spotting, so oh, that's true. Um, <clears throat> everything's based I'm just off kidding. Of what I've seen, but um, dude, heroin messes you up, bro. Heroin. That's some crazy stuff, it man. You up. That's the way people here talk about nah, like, dude. certain energy drinks. Like, like, yo, that's yo, crazy. yo, bang. The new, yeah. <laughs> yo, bang. Yo, bang. <laughs> bang is crazy, man. <laughs> that's the way movie people talk about heroin. <laughs> okay. Movie people, like, I don't have any understanding. It's, or, or, I feel like movie people, their heroin would be like, yo, you seen Solo? <laughs> Crap terrible. is messed up. Yo, that dude watches solo like all the time. I mean, like, not movie people. I mean, like, you meant people like people in, in movies. movies. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> fictional like, characters. Anyway, they're trapped in the TV. <laughs> <laughs> We're all very tired right now. We're we apologize. We did have to watch an hour and a half mm-hmm. of this yeah. to get here. Audrey puts on a mask before her father enters her bed, and Jerry calls Ben away. Yeah, he's like. Hey, we're in a SNAG. Yeah. And about like, what? I don't know. Yeah. Also, the woman. He's like, I gave all my heroin away. <laughs> we're in a real SNAG. And also, like the woman in the room would be like, I can't spell. Like, like <laughs> really, like, like you like, can't put oh. that together. Cooper lying on the They're floor using code. <laughs> Cooper lying on the floor bleeding calls for Diane. He had been wearing his bulletproof vest, but had folded it up to get a wood tick. Being shot isn't so bad as long as you can keep the fear from your mind. He tells Diane. That's a reference to Dune. Uh, his ring is missing from his finger, and he lists, lists his ambitions, which are, I want to, I want to, like climb a tall hill, right? Not too, not too tall. tall. Not too yeah. tall. And he wants to lay down in cool grass. Not too not cool. Not too cool. And then he's like, I want to. He says, I want to make love to a beautiful woman for which I have actual affection, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you can hear and like actually, if you turn up the audio, Audrey going, me, me, <laughs> so please. <stupid. laughs> And then he says, and of course I want to visit Tibet and see and the Dalai Lama. That goes without saying. That goes without saying. It's so great. I want. What does he say? I want them to be able to get their country back so the yeah. Dalai Lama can return. I yeah. would very much like that. Yeah. And then the so it's like Diane, let's get going on that. Uh, on. <laughs> the officers soon arrive, guns drawn. It's it's an awesome moment when we see that. Put it down. I see like watching that scene. If you're like in a theater of people. With the season two, There's when people they clapping, yeah, that would like that would like, be Whoa! more people clap. Cooper comes to in the hospital because yeah, you would have had to wait a really long time. Yeah, they <laughs> would. The wood tick had been found on one of his bullets, and Cooper says the gunman's face had been masked. Ugh. He also says that getting shot is—I don't know if this is accurate—but the equivalent of getting oh, yeah. nine a bowling ball dropped in your chest at a height of nine feet. Yeah, that sucks. Are like you a- looking it up? With a bulletproof vest. No, I'm vest. writing something. Even with a vest, it feels like having a bowling ball dropped on your chest. Three from nine feet. From nine feet. Well, he was saying because he got shot yeah. three times. So let yeah, me, it's basically. Let me just yeah. let me just say something right now. Is he is he saying that bowling ball dropped on your chest from nine feet is the feeling? Because like that would just kill you. Like I imagine if someone dropped three bowling balls from nine feet on my chest, I'd be dead. Yeah, just like be shattered. Like. Because he's or is he saying that you have the bulletproof vest on in that situation as well? Because. It, well, yeah, because it's like it's, it's not, it's not yeah. puncturing you or whatever. I can't imagine that. 
do you know what I think? It would kill you. Like, it would crush your chest. Every time he says that, do you know what I think? What? I think, how would you, like, make sure that the bowling balls stay, like, together? Because, like, when you drop them, they're going to, like, one's going to go that way. It's like, oh, that didn't hit him. I imagine them hitting you staggered. Like, bang, bang, bang. Do, do, do. Yeah. Um, oh, because terrible. it's three bolts. Well, I, did, I just mean. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. I just mean. I can't fathom getting shot oh, he at actually, all. He actually did leave this time. He's gone. So I can't fathom getting shot at all. <laughs> but I have dropped a bowling ball. Like, hey, welcome I back, dumbass. <laughs> I held a bowling ball. And I can kind of imagine. <laughs> Shut up. Shut I'm not up. doing this as a joke. I can imagine getting a bowling ball dropped on my chest at night. You're like, not that that's crazy. so Raven. Hear me out. Oh, that's so Raven. Okay, okay, Brad's okay, like, okay. Brad's <laughs> like, I need, we need content at this that's moment. That's so Raven is about a girl, a girl named who's Raven. a psychic. Who's a psychic. A damn psychic. <laughs> and they made a spinoff show about her brother <laughs> who doesn't do anything. Don't do this again. He doesn't do anything. It doesn't even matter that his sister's a sidekick in that show. <laughs> he cooks he co- I guess. for the his president. His dad cooks. Anyways, <laughs> I'll, I'll save that rant for later. But I'm saying I can imagine having a bowling ball dropped on my chest at nine feet. It sounds like it would kill me. Yes. Sounds awful. So Coop- I wonder oh my if that's God, true. It'd for sure kill you. I can't imagine getting shot. That just seems bizarre. People yeah. actually get shot. I've never known anyone that's been shot. I didn't grow up in that era. (laughs) In the era Era. of people being shot. The the current era. Yeah. Um, So. Area. Cooper comes to in the hospital. The wood tick had been found on one of his bullets, and Cooper says the gunman's face had been messed. I already read this part. Lucy updated him on the events of the previous night, and he insists on leaving the hospital against Dr. Hayward's wishes. Um, On the television in Shelley's hospital room, Cyril Pons, who is played by Mark Frost, reports on the fire at the sawmill. Shelly lies in the hospital bed on a respirator. Jacques Renault's corpse is wheeled in front of Cooper. The person who wrote these notes on the fandom page, just like, I'm giving you like the bare minimum. Yeah. Ronette Pulaski, which, wait, have we decided if Ronette Pulaski is, is supposed this, to be like Roman Polanski? It seems. Have similar. we addressed this yet? Does that mean that the first time is also a nasty, sleazy POS? Well, yeah. Well, it like, happens to be really talented. Well, her being involved in this, I wonder if that's like, it, like is that a subconscious thing? I mean, it might have just been he was thinking up a name. I imagine they're both giant fans of Roman Polanski. It skipped the part when he is getting out of... Well, no, because he gets out of bed. What does he say? He's like... If there's a will... He slaps like, the doctor and he's like, the power of the human mind. He does mind not slap the doctor. He, he like puts his doctor. hand up to stop the doctor. He backhands... <laughs> he backhands <laughs> Will Hayward. I, I just like the detail in this episode that like he is severely injured. Like, yeah, I just think that's funny. Every time he, he sits can't. down, he's like, Ugh. everyone's like has to help him out where he's going and stuff. And he's trying to yeah. like be really tough on this case, like tougher than he's ever been. And he's like, uh, it's funny. That's yeah, it. that's funny. Cooper's usually a clown when he's working a case. I know we have a lot to cover, so we'll keep going. So Ronette Pulaski stirs in her coma. Maddie drinks coffee at the Palmer's house and talks to Sarah about a dream she had about the rug. Leland Ew. enters en- enters and starts singing. With his hair having turned completely white. And what song does he start singing, Kenna? It'd be funny if, like, when he got to this part, he's like, Maddie and Sarah are just like, let's go! It's like, hey, I saw a stain on the carpet last night. <laughs> oh, my 
hair. Maddie just started twerking. Turned white. Oh. <laughs> it's literally white. And then and then Andy comes in doing that duck walker from, from later. Agent Cooper. Agent Cooper. Agent Cooper. Oh, that's great. I got. We got to make a remix of that scene. Okay. So. <laughs> like those TikTok edits where they're like, they're like yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like we're like the Mama Coco one. I love her. Like, you know <laughs> the one? Mama Coco one. Where she's like, Freel. Oh, yeah, just like that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I knew. I'll cut this I hate part you. Out. So, Leyland is singing with his hair having turned completely white, which I think is dope. He looks great. He looks good. Madeline has a vision of a body-shaped stain on the rug, and it's horrific, but also it's it's product placement for Stanley Steamer, so it also works. <laughs> so like you're like welcome. Because the stain like comes in and, it, and then, like, then it and then it disappears. If it's it has just, sparkles, <laughs> if it just over her screaming, it's just like Stanley Steamer. It's like just freaking. Like, it'll, freak freak you you Billy, Billy <laughs> it'll freak you out. Billy Mason. It'll freak you. Billy Mason with another fantastic product. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, actually. It gets the tough stains out. Dude, and he I, has white. Pete's my boy. He has white hair, like yeah. like uh, Leland. Did you stab your wife on the kitchen table? <laughs> so stupid. Not a problem for OxyClean. OxyClean. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by OxyClean. <laughs> no. All right. So. Hmm. Um, Ben and Jerry discuss the failures of their plans. Failures? I don't know. They pretty much succeeded. I guess the failures are like Leo's still alive, mm. and no one knows, knows where Catherine is. Leland enters singing and says he is back. This scene is incredible. Where Ben and Jerry turn around and just start <laughs> going. He does a it, full word. They I do. Know. He like jumps onto the ground. They onto do his head. what Sarah and Maddie should have done. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it seems like the three of them are really good friends because. They are now. They just immediately start dancing. And Ben gets on his desk and starts tap dancing, and yeah. Jerry does a, the worm, and then he's just like on his knees, just, uh, just like throwing it back. Okay. <laughs> the officers inspect Leo's home, and Cooper analyzes the living room while Hawk finds Leo's duster in the truck. Albert arrives, that creepy, yeah. that and the duster, by the way, has a bunch of gasoline on it. So they're like, all right, Leo is connected to the mill. Albert arrives and Andy hits himself on the head with a loose board, which is incredible because there's about five minutes where in the background of the scene, you can hear Andy going, or is it Sheriff Truman? He's like, do you know who that is? Or is he saying Agent Cooper? I think, I I think. Either way, he's like. I think he's saying Harry. I don't remember. Do you know who's here? That's so funny. He's in Roserfeld. (laughs) Um, Causing Albert to taunt him. Yeah, Albert takes his glasses off three three times. Three times. Cooper finds a pair of boots and a lot of cocaine under the board. A pair of boots and a and whole lot, lot of cocaine. cocaine. And Brad said that that's his usual uh, paycheck. That's yeah. what he spends his paycheck mm. on. <laughs> new, a new pair of boots. And a whole, whole lot, lot of cocaine. cocaine. <laughs> Hank clears a table at the diner. Maddie and Donna meet. I love how it's like, we're not going to give you a lot of details about other scenes, but Hank clears a table at the diner that's that integral to the plot. Uh-huh. Maddie and Donna meet the former handing over a pair of glasses, sunglasses that belong to Laura. Why did she ask for these? I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. It's like you said, she just wants to be the and then hot girl. Madeline like, breaks her own glasses. She these glasses. I hate them. And is wearing them later. Is she not? She's not. She I don't think so. Later. Oh, okay. Well, maybe She's that's why like I found her more attractive. Less. It's really funny. <laughs> I feel like both of them were like 
okay, we're tired of being the dorks in this show. We want to be cool. I mean, you start and smoking. I actually think that it's funny that Laura, not Laura, what's her freaking name? Maddie. Donna. Is Donna. Cool the way that Donna would think a cool person behaves. Yeah. Like, Which is like, not cool. It's like Peter Usually Parker cool people... in Spider-Man 3. It's like, this yes. is what a nerd would think a cool yeah. guy is. Like, walking down the street like a douche. If she really wanted to know what cool people do, do it's like, start a podcast about your favorite TV yeah, show. Yeah. yeah. She should have asked us, because we're definitely not <laughs> nerds. Been like... We definitely know what cool people do. So next time, yeah, get some professional advice. We should start smoking, guys. So Madeline, then, <laughs> <laughs> sounds good. Kyle McLaughlin literally told Brad to, to have a cigarette on Christmas Day. So, so. when? It's only a matter of time. He didn't so, tell me I had to do it soon. I can do it whenever. That's true. I'm not sure if I cut out that little anecdote from the episode previous, but I'm not. we're, we're not going to explain why no. Kyle McLaughlin on Christmas Day told you to smoke a cigarette. He did. So Madeline breaks her glasses saying she hates them. That was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Donna they're says They're that, both tired of being nerds. Yeah, they're like... We got a guy. We made a guy. I'm gonna start sucking fingers and seeing shit on the carpet. (laughs) (laughs) That'll make me cool. So Donna says that James spent the night in jail. Oh wait, do you think Madeline was breaking her glasses because she was seeing that? And she's like, I don't want to see this world anymore. (laughs) I want to be blind and stupid. She just walks right up. You know. She's like, she's like, Leland has white hair. Me seeing this world has gone far enough. I'm tired of looking at Sarah's face. Most people are like, I wouldn't bring kids in this world, but Madeline's like, I don't want to see this world. This world. Um, so then Donna says that James spent the night in jail and urges Madeline to keep quiet. Um, Norma delivers a letter to Donna reading, look into the meals on wheels. And then the log lady sits at a booth in the corner and spits out pitch gum on the wall. That is hilarious. Yeah, but it is. is she, it, like, she the, the one who passed the note? I don't know. She has to be. I, I think so. She's always one step ahead. She always yeah. knows more. It's oh, true. can you imagine if log lady like had a spinoff show? That's what I want. And she was in the FBI. An animated That's spinoff what I show want. with log lady. Dude, that would be sick. You said that like a uh, regular show. You're like, dude. 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 That, that would be sick. <laughs> All right. Albert dresses Cooper's wound and says that Gordon Cole ordered him to Albert return. Albert dresses Cooper. Albert hey. dresses Cooper's wound and says that Gordon ordered him to return. End of sentence. Andy reports that Leo, Andy reports that Leo Johnson was locked in jail in Hungry Horse, Montana. So he has an alibi for the Teresa Banks murder. Mm-hmm. So Leo is not He's our He's not putting things under people's fingernails. Nope. And even if he was, that would be, like, impressive, given that he was just, like, so hurling an axe. If it's not... Yeah, <laughs> hurling an axe. He's like, oh, but wait, I got to cut off my, just, my... I tied my girlfriend up to burn down a giant thing, and I got shot earlier this season as well. He's been yeah. shot several times. Uh, Leo? He's been yeah, shot twice he's been now. shot twice. Leo's had, had honestly, go. tons of he's empathy for him. He's had, yeah, he's yeah, had a rough time. On the show. He's a woman Bad beater, luck. so maybe you shouldn't... Uh, really Tons love. of empathy for him, though. Tons Seriously. Of, yeah. One love. <laughs> you got love. personal business. <laughs> um, so the one-armed man enters the station house carrying a large suitcase and asks for Sheriff Truman, saying he is there to sell him some shoes. Lucy's like, he's not. He's he's busy right now. And does he does he sit he down or does he leave? Man. And it's all like left. He does a circle. He like just kind of looks around. We don't see him. <laughs> yeah, leave. we don't see him go. He seems out of his mind. <laughs> yeah, he's creepy. And by shoes, I mean actual shoes. Harry finishes tell- listening to Laura's tape with James, who says that Mike and Bobby. How- you should take that scene and like put some music over it of them like listening to the tapes. I'm like, oh, damn. He's like, oh, wh- what is this? It would be better if it was like, oh wait, what is this? The slow dolly out. It's like, they cut all their faces. 
you make this joke? <laughs> <laughs> Why did you hide this from us? It's from the future. Harry finishes listening to... Unlike That's So Raven, who is not from the future, she can only see into the future. She just sees it. So it's the future she future That is... He's, He's on a vacation. Doesn't Why? know wait, 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 anything wait. about the future to help anyone. He's just from the future. Why didn't he see? Why didn't Raven see him? Who? That's a good question. We're talking about off the future. Oh. They always had those the future. She never saw. I Phil. Have, I have. I have. Okay. <laughs> the future this is, you can see. You never saw Phil of the future. I'm going to air a serious grievance right now. Yeah. I I was always so they would do crossover episodes like yeah, once a season yeah. right where you'd have three episodes in a row that's so the sweet life of hannah montana <laughs> yes that's exactly right so that's th so that's a raven serious? would be five minutes in san francisco then it would be all the cast of characters of that's a raven in the the the, the tipton yeah and then it would mix with all those characters in new york Boston. Boston? Oh, how do you know that? That's because hilarious. I was like, it's weird that they're not in New York, and Boston isn't like that big of like a metropolis. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's not that big of a metropolis. That's that's the beginnings of a kid who will start a podcast about TV show. <laughs> I'm sitting there on the couch. I'm like eight, and I'm like, that's very Boston's odd. It's not big enough Boston. of a metropolis to be making a show. Also, <laughs> when the, when the Red Sox won the World Series, I remember thinking like, why are they bringing this up? So, um. They would have like three quarters of the That's a Raven episode would be That's a Raven characters and in Boston, in California. Just, right? just wait. Yeah, yes, okay, it's, in, it's, in, it's in Malibu. I'll let you go through this. So then, Sweet Life is Malibu. <laughs> Sweet Life is specifically in Malibu. You guys Shut watch up. these shows, okay? So Sweet Life of Zack and Cody would have everyone in it, and all of their storylines would mix. The Hannah Montana episode would be five minutes with everyone else, and then it would be like, screw all y'all. <laughs> and Going then we just go back to, to Malibu and had episode. nothing to do with anything else. Mm -hmm. And I, I remember always thinking like. What is what? with that? Yeah, it's because the <laughs> What are you doing? Cody was the better show. It was that's, the best one of this. Yeah. Well, that's where everyone was great. Be, yeah, that's where everyone was really good. That's a Raven. Even so my sister and... started watching it, and then I started calling it Fat So Raven whenever it was on, so she wouldn't watch it. <laughs> there's a. Have you watched um, Aziz's show, Masters of None? Yeah. So there's. A, have you seen the episode where Raven Simone is hosting a show that he's on? I've only seen the first season. He's on air, and his. Like accountant gets accused of cocaine addiction, and mm -hmm. she starts peddling these heavy questions on him. He's like, "I don't know, Raven. Did you see the future of this? It's, it's really <laughs> oh good." Oh my god, <laughs> that's so. It's dumb. really funny. All right, so, um, it's not as dumb as the fact that <laughs> the spinoff show has nothing to do with seeing the future. Nothing to do. Sweet Life on Deck. Okay, lost all future, of the charm and that his, Sweet Life is that Cody had. Bill of the Future and his family are assholes. Totally they use an RV to. Time travel. They don't do anything for anyone. They didn't no, go back no, to prevent no, the Kennedy assassination. No, no, they didn't go to no, prevent 9 11. No, no they they're like, did we not. got this RV that we That's can use right. anytime to yep. stop bad things from happening. Yes. Let's just go to a time yep. period that we want to dick around also, in as a family. Phil, also, Phil, <laughs> I'll say Phil, the future's father, is an asshole. The sin of his Let me father. say something right now. Phil himself, he was always like this tongue in cheek, dry humor dick. He was never <laughs> nice to anyone. He no, was always he was just kind of like, mm, this, is, this, this is my timeline. I don't care. Future boy gear to make you look like an idiot. He, right he didn't say goodbye to his girlfriend. He just he left. Just left. Yeah. What? That what was really the point? You a lot. I know, and he brought all those foreign past STDs and he was, to the future. Or future STDs <laughs> to the past. He was also in that... Which is so much worse. He had to have introduced like a stronger strand of AIDS. Oh, I'm he, sure. <laughs> Phil the Future, they were from... Screw you! Yeah. And they didn't give anyone a warning. No.
I know. Yeah, they couldn't have prevented it. They couldn't have gone to Wuhan. They were like, hey, there's going to be four, four years politically of this country. No, That's going to be couldn't. wild. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll all be for the best because you get an RV that can go to the future. That's probably why they don't screw anything up is because they want to make sure they can still get their future. That's RV. true. Yeah. They're also, awesome. he was in that awful movie, Pixel Perfect. Never saw it. That movie was... Over, I didn't watch Disney Channel thing. original movies okay. after like Can of Worms. No. The ter- <laughs> oh no! Eddie's Million Dollar Cookoff. Are okay, you kidding me right now? Good. I, uh, what was the other one? Now you see me. Right? No, 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 no. That's no, not no, no. what it's called. What is it? That's called? the Jesse Eisenberg that, Magic yeah. Heist movie. <laughs> I think you're thinking called? of either the Thirteenth Year or Luck of the Irish. No, both of which no, no, are no, 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 no. There's the whole point of a movie about magicians that I'm pretty sure. There's a whole point. The whole point of Luck of the Irish is a joke of like, wouldn't it be funny? That's a Steven Spielberg movie with Tom Hanks and, and okay, Leonardo DiCaprio. The whole have you seen Luck of the Irish? No, I haven't seen very many like Disney Channel stuff. I just never had it. So, Luck of the Irish is about a boy who turns thirteen. There are two movies where a guy turns thirteen and all of a sudden weird things start happening to the body. It's like okay, ooh, the the actors have already gone through puberty, so it's like hard to sell me on this. <laughs> ooh, I don't. So <laughs> you're like, I don't, I don't buy this. Now you see it. It's called now, now you see, you it. You see you it. See, I was close. And it has I the, was close. It has <laughs> now you see oh, wait. it. It has what's your bucket from <laughs> Hannah Montana in it? I don't care. Her friend, right? Oh, maybe. Emily, um, Alice, no. Ali McKay. Mashaka? Mish- McRib? Yeah. Oh, so Mishaka. the girl so the girl from Phil of the Future. Oh, you're right. Yeah. The one who gets left behind. Yeah. So let me run F something by Phil you. Phil of the Future, he gosh. The oh. dad in that show was actually a comedian. By the way, um, He's in the office. Did you guys know? Is it no He runs the Nashua well, branch. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Interesting. That's so funny. did you know that? Quentin Tarantino's repertory theater in Los Angeles, the new Beverly Cinema, follows Ali Mashaka on Instagram. Really? What? Let's get back to Twin Peaks. Wait, that's Oh, so wait, funny. let me finish what I was saying about Luck of the she Irish. So, Luck of the Irish is about this kid who turns 13. His dad's not around, never addressed. So, he. <laughs> so, he His dad's turns. dad's not around, never dressed. He t- <laughs> he's always wearing clothes when he's around. <laughs> yeah, he, he, is, he, he turns 13, and all of a sudden, weird things start happening, and it turns out that he. Is Irish and he starts turning into <laughs> a, leprechaun. a leprechaun. So it's basically he plays basketball. So it's like, wouldn't it be funny if a basketball player was short? It would be funny, and Harry that's why it is listening funny. To Laura's the whole tape with James, who says that Mike and Bobby put the cocaine. Oh, like we're having, back. We're back. That's like having Luck like a movie Irish. about a sh- like. <laughs> that's really. I feel like really racist. It is. Weird. It is weird. I guess because Irish people are just the European white race, so they don't really get. Like much, they can't like, really get can't get that upset about being yeah. made fun also, of for being Irish. They don't. But it'd be like it if an Italian kid just starts slowly turning into a guy that runs a pizzeria. Like, I thought you were gonna no say reason. like that turns into a sausage. Like it'd just be great. <laughs> <laughs> he wakes up every day. He's like, Mom, he's who's like, putting these tracksuits on me? I'm feeling like, like a pepero. He's like, I feel very sweaty. He looks at himself in the wet. mirror. I am an abomination. <laughs> <laughs> His cheeks are getting rosier. <laughs> he becomes more friendly and loud. His legs just like start to grow together. So he's just like <laughs> he's telling people the ratatouille took place in the wrong thing. I am. <laughs> I, I said that he, t- he every morning he wakes up with a tracksuit on. He can't take it off. But <laughs> that would be a Russian kid. <laughs> oh Slovakian. All right, so Harry finishes listening to Laura's. Story. That was I think that was like a ten minute. Uh, That's great. Di- yeah, yeah. Th- that was great. We learned a lot. So Harry finishes listening to Laura's tape with James. He says that Mike and Bobby put the cocaine in his gas tank. He tells Harry about a poem Laura said in the woods about fire. Would you like to play with fire? It's kind of weird when he's saying it. Yeah. Would you like to play with fire, little boy? Would you like to play with Bob? Cooper. By the way, James looks great. 
He got he like beefed up a little bit. He's got he some he got some mass on his sure. neck. We're his hair looks really everyone good. in the show. And James the way, is not going to be free from it. The way nope. that he acts is a lot better. Yeah, he's yeah. It, he seems a lot more sure better of himself. Directions. Cooper enters and demands the other half of Laura's necklace. James hands it over and says it was inside a coconut in Doctor Jacoby's office. Little coconut. Donna enters the station house wearing the sunglasses. Lucy recognizes her. <laughs> what? What? How? <laughs> I didn't know that was going to be a plot point of like, Lucy's like, who are you, young lady? (laughs) Lucy recognizes her, and Donna says she wants to see James. She visits him in the cell, and James- No one else can recognize her with those glasses on, but Lucy sees right through her disguise. (laughs) All it says in this this note is, she visits him in his cell, and James rebuffs her kisses. A lot more happened than just that. A lot more happened. There was some finger sucking. There was some like- Th- holding James's head against the the rails the bars, yeah. is scary. Rough. Cooper asks yeah. Lucy and Andy to look through a pile of flush world at flush world for ads from Teresa. Look through this pile of flesh for me, will you? Ew. I feel like I would have weird dreams that night and like weird mental state for a couple of days after having to go through like, like, I saw a lot like of all of those boxes. I saw a lot of boobies. I would just dream That's about them <laughs> <laughs> all night long. <laughs> Uh, Harrison's fist. <laughs> He's a married man. Do you think that's why Andy was so much like more like fired up later when Albert was around? He's just like, I got a lot going on in me right now. <laughs> He's like, Albert Rosen, whatever your name is. He's pulled his gun out. Just... <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just desensitized to everything. Because he does toys. But just look at <laughs> Albert Rosenfeld. <laughs> I've been looking at pictures of naked girls all day and I'm ready to kick some ass. He's like, you killed Waldo. And Cooper's like, there's no evidence to support this. You're stop throwing around accusations. I know you Waldo. killed Laura Palmer, you asshole. <laughs> I'm going to prove it somehow. Cooper asks Lucy. Oh, so yeah. Dr. Hayward inspects Jacoby and Cooper and Harry come to visit the psychiatrist. I like how they're they're. We're talking about Andy just <laughs> killing Albert. Albert Rosenbaum just everyone else in the room starts freaking out. Andy sits back down. He still has the gun in his hand. He like kind of puts it on the table. It's like Andy doesn't even say anything. He just stands up and just. <laughs> How funny it would be if he's like Albert Rosenflower's like that's not my name. And <laughs> he's like that's not. Shut <laughs> 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 Oh, sorry, I have to pick up my chair. I fell on the ground. I fell right on my ass. <laughs> on my head. That made me laugh so hard for some reason. <laughs> You can't think about it for too long. <laughs> All right. Woo. Anyways, I know that so, there's no way that that was as funny for anyone else but me, but I'm so glad. I'll cut out some of it. Me. So what we, what we were talking about is <laughs> Corey in the house has nothing to do. <laughs> no. <clears throat> so Dr. Hayward inspects Jacoby and Cooper and Harry come to visit the psychiatrist. <laughs> Dr. Hayward gives Cooper some serious sass mm-hmm. when he sits down. It's interesting. You're supposed to be in bed. Cooper demands that Jacoby t- tell him where he got the necklace. Gross. Jo- Jacoby admits he followed a red Corvette, then followed James and Donna through the woods. He kind of says, like, I did a better job than you yeah, to Truman. Guys, you guys lost him. I didn't. I know. The guilt teenagers. He says that they buried something under a rock and he took it. Jacoby says that Laura was a divided heart, leading a double life, and he believes Laura had decided to end her life. 
that she allowed herself to be killed. Cooper asked Jacoby what Jock's death about Jock's death, um, and he says there was a small there's a smell like scorched engine oil. So first of all, a couple of things are have we decided not decided, but we have we figured out if Jacoby has banged Laura. <laughs> you keep bringing this up. It's I also know. Funny that- uh, Cooper was like, I didn't think he had anything to do with this. And he's like so happy. He's like, sometimes you just get lucky. Yeah, that, that was really cute. Uh, that's nah, for me nah, to discuss. Nah. Burp, 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 burp. Cute moment. Yeah, that's true. Okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> do we think that the way, okay, following two teenagers into the woods and grabbing something that they buried, that's obsessive. He's a creep. Yeah, he should be in jail and, or at least in a hospital. There we go. So, um, it's important that he says that he smelled scorched engine oil when he got attacked. Ugh. Bobby visits Shelly and brings her flowers, and after his visit, the officers see him leaving the room. That's Big... all they chalk that up to. Yeah, I know, right? Um, like, we don't want to dwell on this. Yeah, Bobby does some really creepy stuff they, to Shelly. They, like, hold each other's hair and go... sickos, they're in love. The holding the hair thing was weird. I'm talking about, like, the doctor checkup. Yeah, I know. It was rough. Oh. I we forgot to mention earlier. I love the part when they're checking out Leo's house and everything that Sheriff Trim is like. Shelly, does Shelly do that? Yeah. Shelly, or Shelly? <laughs> he's like, and Cooper like, he's can like, you get Shelly off your like, mind for one second? He's, he's like, like, oh my he's god, swinging an axe at somebody who falls and moves the moves the TV. It's like could have been Shelly, and he's like, Harry, it's get like, your mind off Shelly. Yeah, it's thinking hilarious. about Shelly. Shelly weighs about ninety nine pounds, soaking wet. Be like, hey Harry, where's Josie? He does Anyway, no, back to our the, case. The, the, <laughs> super personal. Where's your girlfriend? Huh? You're thinking about women? Because he says that she couldn't have moved the TV, and he's like, could have been Shelly. And he's like, no, she doesn't weigh enough. And he's like, someone <clears> shot him through the window. Could that have been Shelly? He's like, you gotta stop, man. Yeah. yeah. Trying to solve a crime. Okay. We're gonna, we're gonna put out. this on Shelly. We're solving we can a crime. Tell what you're doing. Also, Shelly was tied up at the mill. You effing idiot. Like, <laughs> yeah. how do you not know that? It was Shelly. Shelly did. I want Shelly to go to jail where I work. <laughs> oh, <laughs> gross. Harry's like, I, know, I can visit her every Harry's day. Harry's like, I know seven about. people in this town. Okay, it's probably one of them. Tell her how stinky she is. Oh, no. Probably. She also hasn't showered since she was in the mill. And, and Bobby kissed her and, 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 and Bobby just puts his tongue in her Kissing mouth. Kissing someone that was asleep. That is <laughs> repulsive. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They start does, does not matter. And that's gross. Just your checking her out. Okay, but what like about when you're butt. married? Are you not you're just never going to kiss your wife when you guys wake up? Make out with someone right are you when like, you woke up. I guess that, that makes sense. You'd be gross. like, all right, I'm going to go grab our toothbrushes. Well, what about when you're married with someone and you're allowed to kiss them? It's like the way you said that. Well, I'm just saying, like, when you like wake up with someone every morning. Kenna thinks that toothbrushes. Ruin the mood. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just said, I said, oh, it makes sense. Just be like, okay, your turn to go get the toothbrushes so we can make out. You That's know what good. I mean? Kind of weird that I high fived you for that. But, um, well, I just, it makes sense. Sick. Like, sick, bro. I hope you get to do that. <laughs> Sending you good vibes, bro. Hope you get married and make out with someone in the morning. And brush. Teeth. And brush beforehand. <laughs> Big Ed. And she did have great teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's Big Ed. It's it, or no, no, it's uh, it's it's <laughs> Big Ed. No, not freaking Nadine, Big Ed. Nadine had big, great teeth, one eye, but great teeth. <laughs> no, it's Ben talking about Catherine, but we'll get to that. So Big Ed sits in the hallway, and Cooper talks to him privately. Ed tells his history with Norma and Nadine, including the detail that he shot out Nadine's eye on their honeymoon. You know, this is interesting because Nadine said last episode. Last time I gave someone power with that I didn't trust, I lost my eye. No, I'm just kidding. That was Nick Fury in the MCU movies, and, and we found a out cat. cat. <laughs> Effing a. The biggest plot. Effing a man. Okay, yeah. So he shot out Nadine's eye. 
Mm-hmm. Well, not he didn't really. An Albert yeah. Black like a rational human being. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, that is hilarious, especially when you know that those two don't belong that to that, each other. That woman's in a pink dress in a coma for taking a bunch of pills right yeah. now, and you shot her eye out. Yeah, it's a funny. Beautiful dress. All last season, like the kid in the damn Christmas story. <laughs> all last season, I'm thinking Nadine is a is like so difficult to deal with and then in five minutes the writers are like we need you to care about her okay yeah. we need you to care about her now mm-hmm. um so they give us a story and it works uh james is released to ed cooper sees the body bag hanging and notices that it is shaped like a smile mm-hmm. quick note in um david lynch no david lynch's autobiography mm-hmm. when he lived in philadelphia he lived across the street from a morgue and he would go out there and smoke sometimes, and he would see that these body bags would be hanging up, and he they would make smiling bags. That's so Oh, weird. my gosh. He also slept like 18 hours a day during that period of his life. He was tired yeah, like all the time, me. he said. Holy cow. That's hilarious. That was before he started that doing meditation. Me. So um, Pete inspects the hospital food and rejects it. That's incredible. Incredible physical comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then like the second down that oxygen, it I was know. amazing. <laughs> Cooper says, okay, I just want to say Jack Nance Everybody is an great moments amazing yeah. physical actor. Yeah. Ama- his yeah. eyes. It's so he's true. He's so animated. Yeah. Oh, oh. Okay. Cooper says he's ready to lay out everything. Norma promises to bring Shelly some food, and on her way out of the hospital, she sees Ed sitting with Nadine. I laughed so hard at that. Oh, my gosh. It's still funny to me. Bobby enters the oh. diner. We should do it. We we got to do like a Harry Potter and the Deadly Weapons. Only it's Andy killing everyone anytime he does something. So when he's doing this, it's just what is Albert's last name? <laughs> Rosen, Rosenfeld. Just birds falling. <laughs> Rosen what? Rosenfeld. Let me make sure. Andy hmm. has a knack for saying people's names wrong. Jacques Renault. Jacques Renault. Yeah. Um. Albert Rosenf- Rosenfield. Rosenfield with a D? That's what it says on the... It says Rosenfield on the wiki. Albert Rosenfield. But I think he it's pronounced Rosenfeld. Rosenfeld is what well, he was calling him. That might Andy? Be Andy, yeah. Yeah, that, Andy's just a... Andy's a mother-effing idiot. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you say that about me? <laughs> I still love this line. This is my went, show, bitch. <laughs> I went to school. I got top billing. Um... Donna enters the station house wearing the sunglasses. Lucy recognizes her. (laughs) It's so funny. As if she's in, like, undercover. Okay. So, um, Bobby enters the diner. And his father calls him over. Major Briggs tells his son of a vision he had of being in an old family house and embracing Bobby. Norma returns to the diner and tells Hank she cannot talk. It's a very powerful moment. That part is it's crazy. Incredible. I did laugh Don at Davis, Bobby's dude. acting. Yeah, Bobby was just like ruined that, but he was so good. Don Davis. Don yes. Davis is amazing. I, even so the first good. time I watched that, I was like, what is this show trying to do right now? I know. This is crazy. I was like, this it is was so, so cool. His tone was so good. What well, I, just like, it's crazy how you can change the entire dynamic of like yeah. two characters by just like a mm-hmm. single conversation that quickly. Yeah. And I can't think of anything like else that could have happened it's so strange that should feel forced and really it dumb honestly... but it feels like really like genuine and weird my yeah. one of my favorite Twin Peaks memes is where it says weed affects people in two different ways and one ways is just Cooper and, or one ways is uh, is that entire scene in like text over Don Davis's face of him telling talking about that vision and the other one is just Cooper and Harry looking at donuts like this like oh my gosh that's so funny <laughs> it's great so um no but it reminded me of 
You know that one scene in Nomadland where yes. she's talking about yes. like yes. why she. I took my headphones out so I couldn't hear you. Oh. I'm so stupid. I didn't oh, realize you I'm were sorry. Right next to it's me. just basically, you know. No, I, I, why she, I, I got you know, what you're saying. The birds. And any things, of our yeah. uh, sophisticated listeners probably understand. They're uh, so, Oscar nominated. Okay. Uh, I haven't seen it. I was going to watch it. Didn't watch it. Bobby you then realizes to. that Hank shot Leo. Did he see that happen? Did he see Hank when. He saw it in his freaking. He saw it in a vision in the diner. Do you think that was a vision? I don't know. But or he did he Hank. see it? Hank is like, what does he say? He, no, he just does this. I hope you like that pie. And he salutes him like a freaking a-hole. No, then... because Hank is like, hey, did she like our flowers? And she doesn't answer. And then he goes like yeah. to Bobby. And he's like, you're banging Your her. girlfriend didn't like my flowers. <laughs> you're banging her. So. <laughs> Take care of that, please. <laughs> Wait, do you think, do you think, do you think those are the flowers that Bobby gave Shelly? I don't know. He's like Shelly, walking. Shelly he's like, came "These with are more mine." Shelly, came or, with, Norma came with Norma more. Norma came with more flowers. Um, Cooper discusses Laura's diary and that she made two appointments the night she died. They summarize their knowledge of what happened to Laura that night. It would have been great if they put that in here. What? There's the, like what they said. That oh, the entire summary? scene. Yeah, they I didn't know. put that in well, there. They, so the biggest, I think, discovery of this episode is there was two things. There was it's a, a third huge man. moment. The third man is the biggest thing. There was another thing was when they were saying it was not that big a deal. They treated it like it was a huge deal. Was that Dr. Jacoby was pretty sure that she wanted to die. Yep. Wasn't that she like killed herself or anything. Hasn't he already alluded to that? Yeah. They kind of treated it like it was like a super big reveal. But I was like, I feel like we already kind of did that a little bit. That she was kind of on the, she was spiraling out of control. The third man thing, they like confirmed there's no possible way that there, there was a third person here. Because yep. it couldn't have been Leo, and Jacques is dead, and no one's blood matches the blood on the note. It's and the giant says, also, he says that, um, oh, what does he say? He's like, only one person saw him. Yes, three have, but only one with his body. Yeah, I don't know what that means exactly. But three, but that's a double. That's later, though. Yeah, so that is later. I can bring that up later, but. It's okay. Crazy. So basically, we know that there's a th- that none of the people we know right now is actually the killer. Mm-hmm. That's basically what they're saying, in a really cool montage. Doesn't mean like like Leo is innocent or anything, but yeah, yeah. Pete and Harry return to Pete's house, and Harry asks where Josie is. She left a note stating that she would that she had to leave for emergency business in Seattle. Pete explains that she leaves for Seattle regularly and comes back with a lot of clothes. Harry then says that they have not found Catherine and advises him to prepare for the worst. Good mm-hmm. job. The phone rings and a strange man asks to talk to Josie. The man hangs up and calls Hong Kong next. Ben and Jerry talk about the European delicacies and Ben asks if Jerry has seen Audrey, but he has not. They enter the office where Hank is drying his genitals. They ask him where Josie is and he <laughs> says his nabs she, by the she left. Like, he literally is just like, like open legs to the ugh. fire. Yeah. Got sweaty Stings. on the way here. Ew. It does. He explains that he could not enter Leo's house because he had to pass patrol cars. Hands, he had his hands crossed. You thought one of them was Ben's? Yes. Where is where's Catherine? <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he explains that he could not enter Leo's house because he had to pass patrol cars on the way there and says Leo was chopping wood inside and defends the statement with Leo's craziness. Hank says that his phone call made Catherine hide and that she is dead. Hank asks what to do with the ledger. Audrey enters Blackie's office. That's what he talks yeah, about. Yeah, that's uh, he's like beautiful teeth. Those beautiful teeth. Yeah. Marvelous. He is. This is the most evil Ben Horn has ever been. Yeah, he's that gross. lighting in that scene, especially. They're like Chasing in hell. His daughter around there. Oh too, my gosh, it's awful. Yeah, it, he's horrifying. The big long cigar. 
He's, He's disgusting. The kingpin. He's terrifying. Audrey enters Blackie's office and asks about the locked door and bodyguard. Blackie warns her that she does not want to hear any more complaints. Um, she's like, it also gets really she's aggressive. Like, when, I, when you work for me, everyone is your type. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically, Audrey is being forced into prostitution. It's only been a day, and I don't think it, she has. Yeah. Done. Who's the refrigerator? Who's the refrigerator? That part's funny. Donna calls Norma about Meals on Wheels and offers to take over Laura's route. In Meals. The most uncomfortable scene in this on episode. Wheels. Good job. Yeah, here we go. Just turn on the phone. Here we go. Huh? No, no, no. Great. Here we go. What? Huh? <laughs> Who? Uh, what? <laughs> That's what it feels like. The youngest daughter of Will and Eileen Hayward, Gersten. Gersten. Addresses her parents, comma, Leland and Sarah Palmer, comma, Maddie, comma, Harriet and Donna. Why didn't she throw? Why didn't whoever wrote this page throw Harriet and Donna into the family part of that sentence? I don't know. Why isn't James at their house anymore? He doesn't live there. I know, but he, I feel like he used to. He be would at the be Haywards a lot. Yeah, you feel like he would be at this dinner. Yeah, he used to go to family dinner with them. Are they not dating at this point? I don't understand what's going on. I think he was in jail. She sucked on his finger. He oh, he's in jail. Well, so no, no, why. he got no, he got like out. Hawk she brought, sucked no, on his finger, so I think that means that they're dating, right? <laughs> no, Hawk brought. James to the hospital and turned him over to Big Ed. Mm. Um, I think Big probably Ed is probably spanking him tonight, so that's probably yeah. why he couldn't mm-hmm. go. I think that like, I'm busy. they probably Actually. looked around the table and were like, "We I have no more chairs." Table. Those are claps, not spanks. Um, like okay. Uh, so he's, she's welcoming them, welcoming them to the Hayward Supper Club. She says she will be playing music and brags about her test scores. But first, <laughs> but first, I didn't know you raised such a nerd. <laughs> it's really weird. But first, the, uh, I, I, it's, I guess it's adorable. Okay, it's so like people. your daughter's dead, and ours is so smart. Yeah, seriously though, their only child. They only the have poem, Laura. Though? We're, let's okay. But first, the Hayward's middle child, Harriet, reads a poem about Laura. This was a terrible idea. Gersten, yeah. first of all, is playing like the score to the witch. Yeah, and. <laughs> Harriet is re- is saying like we cried and she laughed. It makes it sound yeah. like Laura's mocking everyone, yeah. and Leland and, and Sarah both just like eight days. Yeah, eight like, days. Can like, we not get a month? And you're like, and Harriet, your dumb daughter that yeah. maybe said hi to Laura once or twice is like, I have a poem about your dead child. Yeah. Oh also, gosh. the night before, I thought this would be good for when we're about to eat. <laughs> they haven't eaten yet. No, they haven't. The night before is when James, Donna, and Maddie are listening to Laura's tapes. And yeah. Sarah and Leland are like rooms away, just like, really? Seven days. <laughs> it's been a <laughs> week since she died. The, the ground like, isn't even like cold yet. And she's disgusting. Hi, we're going to have you over for dinner. And our daughter, our who got Deceased. high test scores, had a smart idea to, re- to write and read a poem to you about your really dead quickly. daughter. Our daughter. And then she's going to play the piano. Have a good night. Our other daughter's going to play the piano because we have two daughters and you only have one. That. And she's dead. Leland and Sarah are moved. <laughs> we and have three of them. Congratulations on your one daughter. Also, we have three of them. Each one better than the last. And alive. So is Gersten not allowed to eat with them? She's literally, they're just like, you'll get food later. Keep yeah. playing. That's so she's like stuff. playing she's during like, okay. it. Don't stop, slave. So the Palmers and Hayward... Haywards discuss recent events. Leland sings, get happy, and Sarah cries. Leland falls over, but recovers quickly says and says he feels happy. Yeah, his white turned over. His, 
His it's... wife turned white overnight. <laughs> <laughs> Just like uh... Uncle Phil. <laughs> <laughs> his uh so his hair turned white overnight, mm. which is, why do you think that happened? Do you think it's because he killed a man? <laughs> That's what you were saying when he was singing. When you're singing Get Happy, it's like, he yeah. killed a guy you're like, he killed yeah. a man. 24 right. hours before Not this. Because... He's singing and dancing with these children. Oh, it's crazy. So uh, I want you guys to pick Get Happy or Marzi Dotes. What's a better performance? I like Get Happy, though. A lot of emotion in Get Happy. I mean, Get Happy's... <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a man have a stroke in the he, middle of the, the song. He was a little pitchy to me. Doesn't matter. Mary's heart, you're he wrong. Owned that tone. Yeah, that's true. He he he, and he also like he had bravado. I like how quickly he, he's, Please show us. Yeah, what does bravado sound like? Mary's and oats 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 and Wait, but we should do one of those Instagram things on the story where it's like the voting thing. One of you two will have to. Okay, Mr. I'm better than social media. I'm not better than it. I'm worse than it. I'm off. Oh. Yeah, Yeah, Brad, you need to run it because I can't. I'm not allowed. There we go. I'm scared. Cooper makes a voice note to Diane about the necessity of sleep. He says more than that. He says, I I you're about to to say sleep. (laughs) Jeez, I'll Diane. I'll do that one again. Diane, <laughs> <laughs> I saw a girl play the piano tonight that was not allowed to eat, and We've it made me think of something beautiful. We can accomplish so much more. Gerson oh Hayward gosh. is the example of how we should treat America. Okay. <laughs> Cooper makes a voice note to Diane about the necessity of sleep. Audrey lies in bed praying to special agent. Kenna, what are your thoughts on this scene? Uh, wait, 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 wait. can we rewind a little bit? Yeah, Audrey lies in bed praying to special. Oh agent. yes, okay. What do you think about that? Weird. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Really weird. He's I, like, you're a girl. I think. What do you I think. think? <laughs> what do you, have you ever also, done like, that? <laughs> Audrey like went to church this past Sunday because remember she? when she yeah she went to church and uh, Donna was like I saw Audrey at church I'm gonna go talk to her they're at the double R. Hmm. Anyway, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's um, cute. Also, it's really heartbreaking. Like heartbreaking hearing it because she's like what she no, says yeah. is like i'm hoping this gives me experience for our future investigations when i'm helping you i know i'll be, I'll be in worse situations i'm just thinking like oh this fantasy has gotten away with her yeah, yeah that's true she's she's well, and it's she's she thinks that he left her on red that yeah. she she's like you got like, my i note left my for note sure. for you yeah. by the way that note started cooper had it in his hand and then he got shot that's the you we, forgot something yeah well, when we get back to this, it's sitting under the phone. On When we start this episode, the note has moved from the ground on, oh. onto the desk under the phone. It says, it says Agent Cooper on it. And then it's under the bed later and it says, my special agent. Really? Yeah. So there are like three continuity errors with that. That's so weird. So it goes Crazy. from on the ground by the door to underneath the phone on the on the table. Wait, and then under the table, under the bed. I think they're just like. It has to be under the bed. But you why? Can't see but it. as far as like the wording goes, how could you mess that? I know. Up? I don't know how that because it says Asian Cooper than my I special know, agent. That would be a different I I, agent, a I feel note. like they would be like, "Yo, we need someone to go get this shot real quick." What is it? It's a note from Audrey to Asian Cooper. Okay, we got that. Yeah. So then they would shoot that. Possibly. A shadow. A shadow passes over Cooper <laughs> in his sleep. The giant is back. This is what he says. Don't search for all the answers at once. 
a path is formed by laying one stone at a time. One person saw the third man. Three have seen him, yes, but not his body. One only known to you, now ready to talk. The giant then flashes a globe of light into Cooper's head. Fluorescent lights flicker in the hospital. Ronette raises her arms and she thrashes around, having nightmares of Laura's final moments. Bob screams at the sky. That ending is my favorite episode ending of any of the Twin Peaks episodes. From from the giant visiting to that nightmare. That nightmare is 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 nightmare fuel. It's terrifying. It is awful. Her screaming and everything. Yeah, it's it's incredible. It's very fluid. Very fluid. It works really well. Like the camera down the halls Mm -hmm. and everything. With that, Uh, the scene too, where like the room lights up. I don't know. There's like a creepy thing in dreams where like. I don't know. I feel. I always feel like we're like daylight flooding into places that should be like night is always freaking yeah. me out. I agree. Dreams and stuff. I agree. And there's a local band called uh, Backhand. They have a song called Sleep Sweat. Mm. And it's just the situation that I felt like it when the giant is at the beginning where it's like super low angle and he can't move. Yep. It just feels like that whole thing came from like sleep paralysis nightmares where you're like, yeah. you feel like someone's standing on your chest and you're like, ah, and like looking Ugh. up and not being able to move. Because it happens, the old man feels that way too. He's just like, yeah, it's so helpless. In dream nightmares, always feel so helpless. Where you're like, people are not getting what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say I need help, and you're like, not able to move or help yourself. Mm-hmm. And people are like, saying the same things over and over again. You're like, oh my gosh, oh my this God. is so frustrating. I don't know how to stop this from happening. Yep. Um, but he says now is at the end. He's like, now is the time to listen or whatever. And he's like, I believe you. Yep. And I'm trying to remember what else. And he says something that he's like, you you forgot something. Yeah, you forgot And then he puts a globe of light into his head. (laughs) And that's a raven. I'm just... (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I forgot to tell you something. He says... um, What does he say? He says he forgot to tell him something. I can't remember what it was. Oh, yeah. You you said it just a second ago. Everyone saw the third person, but then, yeah. Guys, I think now more than ever, we need to head over to the Red Room and talk about these supernatural forces within Twin Peaks. Is this the right one? Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh. Hey. <laughs> oh. Never oh. was so excited to go to the Red, Red room. room. Yeah, first season we didn't have a ton to talk about. No. Now we do. So, why no midget? I'm gonna go. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's interesting. I don't know why he he like. Could they not get him? I think they're. I no. I think That's they could. That's not a. I feel like culturally correct. Term. Why no Small, tiny man in little, the red suit? Little person. Little yeah. Person. Why no tiny little man mm, in the red suit? <laughs> I think. I don't know why. I, mean, I think it's maybe because they're like we want to introduce more people from that's this fine. world. If that's the case, that's cool. So I'm gonna start in descending order. We're gonna go from the back. Ronette's dream at the end is obviously some some supernatural crap. Yeah. Um, Scorch engine oil gets mentioned twice during this episode. Once, basically, Jacoby's like, "Whoever attacked me smelled like scorched engine oil," and we've heard about that before because Did he say that about the who log lady about... who attacked him. It wasn't about who killed. I thought he said that after the fire alarm. Yeah. Harrison does this whenever he's thinking. 
<laughs> he realizes we said something. He just completely freezes. Yeah, so no, he smelled it in the... Uh, yeah, the he smelled it on Jacques. He heard the fire alarm. Yeah, and then he smelled scorched engine oil. Yeah. Which... Because Harry's like, did you see anything? He's like, no, but I smelled something. It was scorched like, engine oil. Poopy. <laughs> Maddie's visions. Poopy. Maddie has a vision. <laughs> Do you think the Palmers are all just kind of like weird? And that they can have visions. Yeah, a little uh, quirky and a little <laughs> different. Because Maddie has a total Sarah Palmer moment, staring. It's like I see something, and then I'll just sit here and I know. scream. Ugh. I just got the chills. It seems really unnerving. I'm the gross. owls are not what they seem. I, I pointed out damn owl in this whole show. I pointed out Except the owls them. a lot in the first season because Log Lady talks about them all the time. The mm-hmm. owls are flying and stuff like that. There's yeah. a lot of owl talk in the first season. And oh, owl talk, and I can't understand. And I don't know a what that hooting is all about. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. So the giants, obviously. Baby talk isn't sexy to me. Owl talk is sexy to me. <laughs> Say hoo hoo, and you got me. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. Um, I was just trying to think of something sexy to say in, in owl talk, but it would just be like, hoot, hoot. <laughs> um, the giant when is obviously, <laughs> where do you think the giant's from, Kenna? Um, I feel like he's Probably like maybe... Rhode Island or something. I'm like, I don't know wherever like weird giant people are from. Germany. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I don't know. That's, is that mean? I don't no, know. I don't think so. <laughs> we'll try a different question. Uh, but basically, there's a lot of supernatural stuff in this episode. You need to ask me, like, foolproof questions. Like, things that, like, I can't offend people. Because I feel like every time that you've asked me something, <laughs> I've, I've said something offensive. What kind of secret prejudices do you think Harry Truman has? Uh, he seems to be not very pro-gay. Yeah. F- two blocks up on Queer Street. Mm-hmm. So, um... He was not participating this. That was it yesterday. It was like trans um, awareness. Trans awareness day. Oh. Yesterday would have been March thirty first. Yeah. No, I know. But what day is that? In like the what is that? The, there's the whole week before Jesus was killed. Oh. They're all different things. Holy. They're resurrected. Well, Holy I know it was like right? Good Good Friday. So he would have been like arrested today. I want to oh. know what. Oh my gosh. It's cool. Today was the day he did the... Sa- it's the Passover, right? He did the sacrament. Today? Right? Maybe. Um, I'm Anyways. trying to figure out what day of the day of the month this episode takes place. So, oh, this takes place March 3rd. Oh, fun fact. Steven Spielberg wanted to direct this episode. No way. Yeah, and David Lynch was like, can like, I just no, do No, this, this is my thing. So, um... That would have been cool, though. So it's I know. technically Maundy Thursday. Okay, anyway, a lot of supernatural stuff being started. Nothing that we can really break down at the moment, but that's a lot to go off of for the rest of the season, and there's a lot more of where that came from. Let's go ahead and head on over to the double R, where we will finish off our episode with some of our final segments. Does that sound good to you guys? Uh-huh. Huh? Yeah, that's Listeners, I might have done these two audio cues backwards. I think this might have was supposed to be the red room one, the other one was supposed to be the double R. But I don't I think care. Okay. That's just gonna be one. He's a bartender, isn't he? That's right. <laughs> hey, you figured out what they are? 
That's great. Okay. I just looked on there. We're heading to you. Hmm? Kenneth Cute Cooper Corner. <laughs> we already said the thing. That was cute. Yeah. I don't think anything else is really cute. Because at first lucky. I was like, yeah, the sometimes you just get lucky. Because I did think that the when he was talking, like when he was dying, kind of. Yeah. There were some cute moments there where he's basically. Where he's like laying on the floor, that part. Yeah, where he's like bleeding out. Yeah. No, I, like some of the things he said. He was like, he was like Open. I would like that very much. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah very just, adorable. Well, he didn't have to do that. That's true. He didn't. Let's ask him why. Um, that's it for me. That's it for you. Thanks, guys. Doubles. Can't think of any. Favorite scene. I will go first. The Cooper return or the giant returning to Cooper until the end credits. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brad, favorite scene? I'm probably going to take the He's other. He's got a ton of them. I'm probably going to take the other good one. But I think the whole ring taking thing with the music and how long it is, I, I can't. Yeah, I would either the whole like milk thing. Just I'll say the whole him laying on the ground and bleeding out from the point that that starts. That I'm taking just the bookend. That's fine. To what you yeah picked, but there's a lot of good in the middle. Really cool. <gasps> oh well, let's see what Kenny picks because I might change mine. But Kenny gets first dibs. Well, because I was actually going to say like the very last bit i wasn't go- i wasn't going to say like the giant part but i, was I think that is the best scene it is whole nightmare thing him like beating oh, her chest so and stuff. Here, here are some honorable mentions that i'll say then or do you want to say another one no you go ahead you go ahead the bobby and his dad scene really cool the when they're talking about the night laura died and they have that long dolly down the donuts and the you doctor. have all the double oh, exposures yeah. That's actually maybe my favorite. That's really perfectly really well cool. done. Yeah. The Dr. Bobby scene. Yeah, the Dr. <laughs> Bobby scene is, was Kenneth's favorite. That was my um, favorite, for sure. I also think Pete just sniffing the food and then sticking those <laughs> oxygen nubs back up his nose is hilarious. <laughs> the part where he was talking about his wife, she, she was plain to hell to live with. There's a oh, bit also of when, when Leland is singing and dancing with the Horn yeah. Brothers. Incredible. Okay. Who won the episode? Brad. I'm going to say Leland. Yeah, dang it. Dang it. That's what I was going to say. Because Actually, we can say all Ray, say the same thing Ray for this Wise. one. You can take that. Oh, wait. Is this the one where you have to all say something different? No. Oh. Yeah. I'm saying Leland because he seems important. Yeah. And I just think it's really cool how much focus he gets in this episode. And he acts like a complete freak, which he will continue to do. Yeah. Which I think is really awesome. Um, I should say Andy because I was on it's the incredible. floor weeping. Incredible. Okay, but hi- him staggering after being hit by that plank is amazing. Unlike anything I've ever seen. Yeah. Hilarious. Um, but I'm still going Leland. I got first. I'm picking the best. <laughs> we can all pick the same one. Yeah, I was going to say, well, like, I... have the giant, maybe? This is his yeah. first yeah. and like most important really episode. Really great. Great job, too. So, you look Imagine like Jack Black when you do that. Most important episode. So have you seen... <laughs> have you Hello, seen... Harvard, yo. That's the, my favorite movie. <laughs> I, it's an incredible film. Five stars. Have you seen um, the Adams Family movies? No. Oh. The actor who plays the giant is in those. Mm. So the, oh. the, the Barry Sonnen film. Imagine that's being very a appropriate. a tall freak your whole life. And I know. Everybody they're like, loves this you. is all you can be. Yeah. 
Sir. I was when I was hearing You'll him. You'll never be small. When I was he- hearing him, I was like, "Dang, I would use his voice in something." He has a great voice. Yeah, he and does I was thinking, have a really I feel voice. like if I like threw him out there for the idea of like voicing something, people would be like, "But he's tall. It's not what he's used for." It'd be like, "Not what he's used for." So um, <laughs> not what he's used for. He won't be being used at all in my movie. So uh, yeah, Ray Wise is incredible as Leland in this episode. Yep. But can I respect you for picking Jerry Horn? All right, so, guys. Like I didn't. Um, I never said that. I never said that. What do we never said that? What? Who are you picking? Oh, I said Lee. I like when I knew Before from I like yeah. early on in the episode from that the white he was hair. Gonna... And you're just like, oh yeah, yeah, you win. He's singing. He's dancing. He's crying. He's falling on the floor. He's really good. I also um. Wait, why do I forget everyone's names all the time? Which one? Because it's also really late and we're really tired. Sarah's, so. um, Sarah, but not Sarah. Log lady. No. I mean, wait, what am I doing? Audrey? What am I saying Maddie? right now? Blackie. Maddie, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Laura, yeah. but not Laura is what you're saying. That's what I was trying Same to say. Ah! Playing her cousin. Yeah, yeah I also screaming? thought that she did a really good job. Oof, Horrifying. Uh, actually, yeah. wait. You know what? You guys oh, well, because Leland. you actually I'm have... I just... Say, shut up. You I actually, just said that. Wait, no. If you say Cheryl Lee, you get That's Maddie and yeah. Laura at the end, but Both I still pick Leland. Okay, well, I'm picking Cheryl her Lee because... daddy. She's insane, and she also was not an actress, and she's terrifying, and she screams twice in this. And also, the way that she's talking regularly is convincing. She does a really good Fantastic. job. I think the portrayal that Ray Wise has of a man who just killed the man that he thinks killed his daughter, it's pretty incredible. Yeah. And really complex. He's trying to be, like, at peace. But he, he's, like, he thought that killing Jacques would give him peace, but it doesn't. And if it doesn't, then it's, like, what the hell oh, have crap, I done? Oh, crap, what's going to happen? Also, That's in the song that he's singing. He's, like, he's like I can't remember what he's saying. He's, like, get ready to meet your maker and stuff. Judgment yeah. Day. Yeah. Which, by the way, it is the day of the Last Supper in Christianity. This is this would have been the day four days before, right? Easter. No. One day before Jesus was killed because tomorrow's Good Friday. Brad, what are the odds that this entire weekend you only pronounce Easter like Bernie Renault would? Easter. Easter. <laughs> you didn't give me anything for Easter? Easter. <laughs> Where are my chocolate eggs? That's right. All right, guys. Well, this was a great time. We always love being with you. Sorry we're a little tired today. Shout but out we'll to all the Phil, the future next fans week. who are here for the first time. Yeah. That's so Raven fans. Yeah, and we just, we, yeah. Hey, uh, we should try this Twin Peaks podcast halfway through. It turns into a Disney <laughs> The beginning of their second that season. That would be awesome. That would be, oh. That's what uh, when we, we get did. done with Twin Peaks, we'll go, we'll hit That's So Raven just up next. Just... It'll be even deeper <laughs> analysis. It's just as complex, Yeah. <laughs> See you guys next week. Bye bye. That's right. He's a bartender, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs>